it's a bit like a sat nav. So if you set a goal, it's like the destination and you can go lots of different ways and you might go and take the wrong turn. It will just kind of reroute. But what's amazing is when you've got that goal, how you just focus on it and you do find different routes. So if you hadn't got it, you might have not, like not seen opportunities as opportunities, if that makes sense. Hello and welcome to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. Sarah Osterholzer co-founded the Good Business Club, an alternative business network fostering collaboration and she's on a mission to reach 2021 entrepreneurs as she explains in this episode which also covers her own background demystifying what good business practice and models look like how she measures her impact the tools that she uses and her other long-term goals here's Heidi interviewing Sarah Osterholzer Welcome to the Make an Impact podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Osterholzer from the Good Business Club. So, Sarah, tell me about yourself and what you are up to these days. Thanks, Heidi, for having me. Um, And gosh, what I'm up to these days, something I'm actually on a mission on this year, I set myself a bit of a stretchy goal, which is to reach 2021 budding uh, impact entrepreneurs to help give them the confidence and clarity to create the businesses that I really believe the world needs now more than ever. I've kind of been on that mission for a while, but I thought I'd really put a bit more of a stake in the ground and push myself in a sense. Um, So that's kind of what my mission is this year. And the club itself um, is all about bringing together these these, impact entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs, uh, purpose-driven, whichever kind of word uh, resonates with you to help them grow their businesses. So myself and the co-founder, Ruth Anslow, who set up an ethical supermarket called Hisby, uh, which is also a social enterprise. We set up the club because we saw that the work and the work we were doing, a lot of people were very isolated in what they were doing and actually coming together and uh, either soundboarding ideas or learning from or getting advice from or working with in partnership with other like-minded business owners actually made a huge difference because you're not trying to explain your model to someone who doesn't quite get why you're trying to balance impact and profit. Um, you have that kind of um, understanding as well as uh, support um, and you can get uh, to work with people who really get what you're doing and actually help you find the right growth strategies for your business. So we set up the club really to be a space to get all these people connected and, and help people identify what they need to grow their business and then help them find the right opportunities to do that as well. It sounds fantastic. It's like the club to be in by the sounds yes. of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was interesting in there you said about um, it's about people that, that get why you want to have a business with impact. Mm. Now, um, that is, is a huge thing that I think that comes up a lot. <laughs> Um, what what do you what's your perspective on that yeah I think in terms of impact or people getting it people getting it <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know about you Heidi but I've kind of I used to go to a lot of networking events where I try to explain to someone what I was doing and they'd either look at me completely blankly or just be like oh so you're a charity and like would just kind of assume things of you and I used to leave networking events honestly feeling drained and exhausted and being like feeling basically like what is the thing I'm doing even worthwhile all of that doubt and stuff um and talking to people who don't really want to do business with me either right they don't really get it so why do they want to uh, kind of collaborate or work with me 
Whereas when you go into a room of people who you don't have to explain the fact that you're on a mission to do something bigger that's about actually other people. It's not about you and looking after yourself and, and like that supporting just yourself. It's about something more than that. What other people, first of all, are really excited and they can give you that energizingness to it, but also they get it and that's who they normally want to work with. So they're like, great, how can we help you? Because that's so aligned to our mission. And like, so, for example, if you're talking like to people who are working in the marketing space, for instance, for them to understand that and translate it um, makes all the difference talking to someone who actually gets what's important to you. Otherwise, they kind of package something and they show it to you and you're like, that doesn't at all sound anything like what I'm trying to do. Whereas someone who gets excited actually can help you better um, articulate that. You're more likely to reach the people you're trying to. So there's a real just ease about it when you're in the right kind of sorts of people who really get it. Um, and I really like leave like energized, which is something I found I was just not getting from other uh, kind of business support events I was going to. Definitely agree with all of that. It's it's so much easier when, when people get what you're about. Yeah. So how on earth did you get into this? What, what made you want to do this to start with yeah so the short answer is it kind of just happened because I got made redundant and the idea had kind of been whirling in my head so I thought well now is the best time to do it uh the kind of longer version is I've been uh working with like early stage businesses since graduating because I kind of I studied business knew I didn't want to go kind of big corporate world um, and then just went networking and, and to the ones that were more focused on social impact and, and uh, starting up businesses and end up working um, for a couple of different early stage businesses, helping them everything from like admin and then like more event management uh, and kind of marketing. Um, so did a lot of juggling of different roles and really enjoyed being part of people's journeys and wanted to do more of that. So kind of went um, more into the business support side. So joined a, a business that was running an accelerator. So I, I ran the accelerator for them. And then we were also growing this network. And there's a few things about it that I was like, oh, maybe we could do this. We could change that. But I didn't really have the um, uh, authority to do that. So I just kind of had all these different ideas of just how we could improve it. Um, and then the business went to administration and we were only told 24 hours before they had to stop trading. So we literally got made redundant. And I said, myself, I met my co-founder there and we were just literally like, well, let's let's pick up what we what we kind of had and let's like make it our own. And the club came to life a month after that. Um, and yeah, it's been it's nearly two years old now. Did a lot of yeah understanding and kind of seeing what customers wanted and how we can serve them. And we're just about to uh, do a kind of um, update to the membership and our offers as well, um, as well as big rebrand, um, which is pretty exciting. And we're growing the team now. Sounds like it's been a a, a fast track journey. <laughs> so yeah, <to> speak. <laughs> absolutely. And that's sometimes it, right? You just kind of get chucked into it. And uh, I, I guess I'm fortunate having worked with and supported early stage businesses. So I feel like. I was in a quite a good place to be like and that was kind of what was in my head I was like maybe I should do this for myself since I've been supporting people doing it and then life was like well here you go and I was like okay let's jump into it so I feel like I was 
little bit more prepared than some people starting out um, for the first time. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe I just kind of needed that to happen as well to create something that now I'm just so excited about to be, I'm so excited that happened really, that this exists now. It's always interesting that something negative happens in that you're made redundant, mm-hmm. but it actually pushes you in the direction that you're meant to go. And it's really fascinating with a lot of the people that I work with. I'm sure it's the same for you. A lot of them have got, you know, this actually happened and it changed my mm-hmm. life. And now I'm, I want to do this this and that it's it's like you've been redirected to where you're meant to be (laughs) absolutely I was um uh, kind of reflecting on the journey I've had recently and I realized that most uh, kind of pivotal moments have been when something's really shifted and it always feels like like that negative big change and then something really amazing has happened or you kind of create that I've got to the point now in my life that when something change, I actually get excited because I'm like, oh, it's that moment that something even more exciting is going to happen. So I've actually changed my mindset because it's just always seems to be happening. I think it is making the most of something like that, whether like if you've experienced that as something that's been really hard or negatively impactful, there's always something that you can create from that. Um, so it's definitely something I now get excited about. Yeah. So you've talked a lot about um energy and mindset is that something that you think is really important to entrepreneurs social entrepreneurs when they're starting out and mm. and, and what would you advise them to do if, if they they don't think about their energy and mindset yeah you know what's interesting like um so I do a lot of work helping people get started up I think a lot of people come thinking they're going to get really like uh, a kind of tangible business advice that's going to be the real key to success but for me actually it is all about your mindset and what you do or don't do so if you're if things come up and you're you're kind of getting you're procrastinating or you're not sure which direction to go and you're kind of stopped and you, you ha- can't think of things as opportunities in that way that can totally shift like how your business grows and I've seen some amazing ideas not get anywhere because the person who's trying to run it hasn't got that mindset or um uh, ability to kind of keep things moving whereas something that's very simple maybe not like the most groundbreaking idea can can kind of launch and be created much quicker if someone is like ready to adapt and build that it's not about having that so I've developed my mindset over the last seven years like it's been completely different kind of needs to have um have the curiosity to want to want to change your mindset and and be open to different directions definitely definitely agree with that I can relate to to all of that in terms of yeah when your mindset isn't in the right place then it's just not gonna work <laughs> um okay um Going back to your your mission for this year of mm-hmm. working with 2021 um, impact businesses, how's that going? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, I actually did a, a talk um, yesterday to uh, over 250 uh, kind of uh, students, actually graduates who are leaving university. Um, so I guess my my hope is to go and re- work with bigger organizations who actually have got that large, larger network that I can kind of go and talk to. But for me, it's really important that it's like, um, it's not just a kind of brushed over number in a sense. So I've actually created a little um, impact measuring tool um, to kind of go through and actually ask people once either they've engaged, like if I've run a workshop or I work with them one-to-one I also do a course as well um so sharing that with them and just asking them a few questions 
uh, if they have actually feel like their confidence has increased from you know engaging with me um all their clarity is kind of uh, become more clear on what steps to be taking so I have got that and some people do come back and say it's one some of them have, have been very honest but like no I don't feel like it has and I think that's really important when it comes to impact measurement it's not like let's just count how many bums on the seat someone was and like let's just hope that they all feel more confident <laughs> um like doing that accurately was really important so um yeah it's really interesting kind of to to use that tool but you know what it is it really it's driven me to be like okay that's my goal now I have to achieve it so I think if I had just been like oh yeah I want to impact some people this year I'm sure I would have but actually setting some sort of number even though I know it is very stretchy but um it's it makes me look at opportunities to go okay how can I actually achieve that and go probably the extra mile that I might not have. So for me, that's really why I think goals can be quite powerful is actually to give you something to work towards and keep that momentum going as well. Yeah, I, I think there's there's power in setting a goal, even if you don't know how you're going to get there. I'm I'm always, you know, what what's your dream goal? You, mm-hmm. you know, let's have the realistic one, but let's also have the, okay, if if there was none of that stuff in the way, what what does the dream goal look mm. like? And almost just stretching your mind to that possibility. Um, but definitely just by setting a goal, it 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 gets your creative process working in your brain. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The one way I've heard it explained, I think is just like perfect, is set, it's a bit like a sat-nav. So if you set a goal, it's like the destination and you can go lots of different ways and you might go and take the wrong turn, it will just kind of reroute. But what's amazing is when you've got that goal, how you just focus on it and you do find different routes. So if you hadn't got it, you might have not not seen opportunities as opportunities, if that makes sense. Um, I find that absolutely fascinating. You You don't have to do anything. You just set a goal and just trust that you will... Uh, somehow shift the way that you're working because that's just a, a human trait that we've got like utilize it I find it fascinating no idea how it's even possible but um but I've actually seen it work really powerfully um, not just for myself but other people as well so um but I like that sat now um, analogy I think it's quite interesting yeah that sounds good you, you've talked a little bit about how you're measuring your impact mm-hmm. um do you, do you find as a, an organization that that's one step removed from the actual physical doing Mm. that it's harder to measure your impact or that it's it's just different I think it's it's, for anything it's all about getting clarity of what you're actually trying to measure like um and that importance of like what is it and if it actually works towards what you're trying to get to because I think you could measure lots of different things but actually are they helping you understand the impact is really important so I think whether it is a kind of product-based business that might be a little bit easier to look at some of those metrics, but actually if you're also uh, trying to engage with customers who've left and that kind of stuff, it can be hard. Um, I think when you've got relationships with people, it's a little bit easier because you can kind of go back and understand a bit more. So that's, I think, one thing that works quite nicely. Um, but like even with the club, it's trying to understand um, really what metrics help you tell the impact you're having. So for a long time, we weren't really even capturing um, beyond when people were connecting what was happening like maybe six months down the line. Um, but now we're going back and actually capturing that. Like some people connected here, they had these interactions, then actually what happened. And then beyond that, what's happened to the business and that actually the longer term impact can be really where the value value is to kind of capture. So I think 
with any business, I don't think ours is any different or even my consultancy is any different. It's just really understanding what are the most important ones that really help you understand your impact as well if you want to showcase that to other people. And some of it's just not uh, easy metrics you can just capture up an analytical kind of tool that's easily there. It's, it's kind of putting a little bit more work into it and knowing there's a longer game to it. Yes, I totally agree. What are your, in terms of, for the Good Business Club, Mm -hmm. are you thinking about having a wider impact or a deeper impact? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. So for us, I think it is, it it has shifted a little bit. So I think for us, it is a bit deeper now as well. I think um, uh, a lot of people want very quick impact for their business, um, but I think that's also not always very realistic. So, um, and we're, we're quite open with that of saying to people like you can join the club but actually to get the most from the community it's all about building trust and credibility and supporting others all of that in the long long run will help you connect to more people and more opportunities and when you share things people are more likely to engage with it um and for some people that is a bit of a culture shift where there's this understanding like oh you just share something and people either just want it or they don't want it and you're like actually if you did a lot more work before that when you start sharing things people might be more likely to engage or trust you and kind of work with it so I think there's definitely something about that um that we're having to kind of be quite clear and also educate people on a little bit otherwise they they join and they don't it doesn't work the way that they want it to and it isn't as easy um and the other thing we're also looking at is uh, is how we can do that as a team is actually help people um, have those quicker impacts by us playing a bigger role in it. So us being the place of credibility in terms of referrals and introductions so that people don't have to do all that legwork as well. So we're kind of, um, but I think that's, yeah, important that um, you can't always get quick wins I also talk like my story when I talk about different things that worked out really amazingly I then share actually this story of the background of it like it didn't just happen like that just happened oh that was a great opportunity it was like no actually there's a lot of work that's gone on for years building up to something being successful it's not um just just happening overnight the way that sometimes people think it is and I think it's important to be clear about that so people can prepare themselves for what actually running a business is like you know it's um, just having a nice idea isn't all, all all it's going to be. It's about you and actually the, the work you put in as well. Definitely. There's there's no such thing as an overnight success. No. You, you might just see this the end success bit, but exactly. there's, there's either you like the iceberg, isn't there, where it's all under under the ocean, you can't see it. And I, I liked um, the thing Usain Bolt had said, you know, he trained for four years to run for nine seconds. Mm. Um, you know, and it, no one was like, oh, it, there's f- actual four years of solid hard work gone in there. And yeah, yeah. We, we're just looking at that nine seconds and thinking, wow, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're so right. Yeah. So um, I I guess the, the other question is what, what does the future look like after, mm. after the, the 2021? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, there's a couple of things. So one is, is definitely it's growing the club. Like um, we are just shy of 100 members and now um, have members in 
Brighton where we started, but also London and the Midlands. Um, and someone recently joined uh, from like Oxford area as well. So uh, for us uh, over the next couple of years, it's growing a team to be able to actually hold the space um, and and yeah, engage with more uh, impact on entrepreneurs across the UK and bring them together, um, not just online, but hopefully in person um, uh, as well. And then for me, yeah, so I'd love to um, uh, do more around helping uh, impact investors, uh, sorry, impact entrepreneurs get investment. That's something that's also, um, I've done a lot of work with um, impact investors. And I think there's peace around sustainability and also uh, the right sorts of funding to get businesses set up for that long-term sustainability is something I'm also really passionate about. So um, I've already, I'm working with a few uh, kind of foundations as well as individuals to help connect them to the businesses I'm working with um, to help get that kind of funding off the ground. But there's a really interesting piece there that I'd love to explore more um, in the next couple of years. Uh, so whether that's setting up something, uh, uh, but also then scaling up the entrepreneurs to get to the point they actually can access it um, is very much where my focus will be the next couple of years as well. Okay, sounds fantastic and very fascinating. So, um, final couple of questions. What mm-hmm. uh, what's what's a typical day for you look like? Yeah, my typical day can go from um, sitting doing a lot of admin. So, because I am growing the team, but I'm still doing a lot of the behind the scenes things. Um, I did I've done a lot of event management before, so a lot of that I'm still kind of managing until we can get someone to join the team to to look at that. So sometimes it is just sitting scheduling stuff, sending out reminder emails. Um, and then another day I'll be yeah either doing like a, a mentoring call with someone um, or a, yeah running like a speaking event like yesterday um, and uh, and kind of mix that up with them with lots of calls with different organizations and individuals who are interested in engaging with either joining the club or kind of working with the club in some way as well so I do a lot of those kind of calls so a lot of talking I'm, I, I, like, I think that's what I love doing as well as meeting new people and seeing where the, the connections are and how to yeah connect people up um and then also a lot of admin I think it's not as glamorous as people might always think I do admin like everyone else <laughs> yeah it's sounds, sounds like a pretty normal day yeah. <laughs> like the, the processes don't stop the admin <laughs> no, exactly exactly yeah. okay so where can people find out more about the good business club yeah well so um Best to kind of look and find us up on social media. So we're on um, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram at the Good Biz Club. Um, come and get a sense. You get a real sense of the community and, and uh, kind of opportunities and the conversations that are happening in the community just through there. Um, and you can sign up to our newsletter, which gives you a snapshot of all kind of good business opportunities uh, every month. Um, and then you can find us on the website as well, thegoodbusinessclub.com, um, to see some of the impact we'll be having. We've got some case studies on there um, and, yeah, the opportunity to join as well. Brilliant. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think especially because we're talking about like impact measurement, I know that's kind of uh, one of the focus for the uh, the podcast is if you haven't started, don't worry, you can start today and do think about that. What is something that you could start measuring? Because it makes all the difference. The same like we measure our finances, measuring one thing makes a difference. Um, and if you are already, think about who else you want to share that with and the impact it can have. I think 
Um, a lot of good businesses don't do enough. And I think we're the same at a good business club um, at shouting out about the impact we're having. And we kind of take it for granted and we see the impact and it's really great. Um, but actually, it's something that really is our competitive edge in the marketplace. So if you aren't already doing it, think about how you can be sharing that in a different channel to get those impact stories out there so that everyone actually knows what you're getting up to. Do you think that's down to modesty? People are a bit shy to share what they're doing, even though it's I, great. <laughs> I think it's modesty. And I also think it's an element of like, um, because if you're you're running a business and you see it, you kind of take it for granted that it's that everyone is clear of the impact you're having. So I think it's a, t- a two way. Sometimes it is just modesty. People don't want to shout out. Um, but I know at least I'm talking about for myself, it was this like, oh, people just get it. And then I realized people weren't, didn't just get it because I was literally doing everything. So obviously I saw everything. So it actually was a need to translate that. So other people were actually seeing that as well. So um, I think it could be either one of those two. Well, it's been really lovely having you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me, Sarah. No, thank you, Heidi, for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. Heidi Fisher's second book is out now. Impact First, the social entrepreneur's guide to measuring, managing and growing your impact is an easy to follow but effective impact measurement and management approach for social entrepreneurs serious about making change who want to prove it. Follow Heidi's advice and by the end you'll know what to measure, how to measure it and what to do with the data you collect. That's a winning recipe for success with your social enterprise or purpose-led business. Go to makeanimpactcic.co.uk for details. Thank you for listening.